like, sorry we had to do this in the closet. I just, I can't deal with the thing anymore. Yeah, he's getting kind of strange. Honestly, the more you get to know him, the worse it is, which is not usually the case in these situations. Yeah, and he eats only onions. He does, and he farts a lot. Yeah, and it's and your grandma left for her vacation in Aruba and just left us here. I know. I really I, say goodbye. I'm I'm glad we found that note that she isn't dead, but she's just in Aruba. Yeah, she um, said she said it's her little buddy Freddy, and she said well, to feed while him we're onions. Out, while we're out of the while we're out of earshot of him, I, I'd like to workshop a name that I've been thinking of. I uh, really, based on everything about him, I'd love to call this little fucker Stinko. I think that's appropriate. Okay. All right. Well, we've managed to steal away from Stinko for the moment. <laughs> uh, and uh, we need to do... I mean, I'm exhausted. I haven't mm-hmm. slept in days. Yeah, and it's, uh, not, it's, it's, it's not just the stink of Stinko, but more the trust that I do not have in Stinko. Because I fell asleep. And I, did, I didn't want to alarm you by telling you this earlier but i fell asleep yesterday and i woke up and my whole foot was in stinko's mouth <laughs> was he just licking it or sucking on it there was there was no action he was just looking up at me with my foot in his mouth and it was at it's not at an angle that you would have anticipated he's got a real rubber face he's got a real he's got a real jim carrey disease well, hopefully he just eats his onions and farts and leaves us alone for a bit. Did you leave a bag of onions out for him? I did. I did. I did. I left. Your grandma left a nice burlap sack full of onions, said made for Good. made for Stinko. She grows those. She does. I, I saw her garden, like you know, the snow. But it's I impressive. It, it would All make right. Shrek proud. <laughs> it sure would. All right, so this is going to be a real quiet uh, endeavor, but we do. Uh, have the obligation to talk about the uh, the ghoulie movies that we watched this week. Uh, I'm going to let you uh, take the lead and go first. Well, our, uh, our the first school we visited this week was another one none other known as the Basket Case. Barry uh, Baskets himself. Uh, the little little creatures a little little strange. Um, a little horny. This movie is in the Hall of Records somewhere. The Hall of Re- it is. What does that mean? It you know it's like in a it's like it's know, preserved. Like, yeah, they're keeping it in a salt mine. Keep it dry. Keep it dry. Um, you ever been in a salt mine? No, I'd like to though. I bet it's fucking very... dry, man. <laughs> I mean, I already I would like to see how dry it can get. You take a big breath. Salty. You can lick the salt right off the ground. So this uh this is a cool I've been working in the salt mines. <laughs> oh sorry, I just had a flashback. Your salt mining days? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, what were you talking about? Uh, Basket Case, the 1982 slasher film written and directed by 
Frank Henlotter. He's a weird. He's a real weird guy. Frank I did a little. After watching his uh, magnum opus, I did a little research into Mr. Frank and uh, real weird beard. <laughs> Why is he so weird? What do you do? He's. I mean, I think the movie speaks for itself. I mean. <laughs> That's he is him. a basket case. <laughs> he is ba- He is the basket case. Yeah, I pulled up the profile picture, and it's just a picture of Belial. Belial. Belial, the basket case. So, it stars Kevin Van Hittrick, who looks a lot like somebody who'd be in, like, he just looks like somebody. He's got quite he a head nobody. of hair. Yeah. Quite impressive, but his character is named Duane, and I'll say it: quite a patch of pubes. Yeah, he spells Duane the whitest way possible. Duane. It's D U A N E. Duane the Duane. <laughs> they Duane. call me Duane. <laughs> Duane Brandon. That, that seems like the kind of thing that's got to be introduced with little banjo. Do I nine 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 nine? This here's Dwayne Dwayne Bradley. Hi, it's me, Dwayne. Well, he is. He does arrive in New York. New York yeah. City, the, the Big Apple, with a killing of a doctor. We don't know what of why that he's being killed, but we just we don't see what kills him either. We just know it's a big white hand and powerful enough to withstand. Being shot at. Powerful white hand. It's not a normal hand either. The fingers aren't quite right. Yeah, it has long. It's a big hand. It's a medium. It's a hand. big hand, and like they're just like uneven. They're uneven in not the normal way, in like a like a bad way, a nasty so, way. After the, that first killing of that doctor, uh, Duane arrives in New York City with a locked wicker basket, which makes. No sense. Unlocked. It's like a padlock. All you have to do is just rip off. You can just rip it off. That's what happens, too. It happens. Uh, Dwayne's not the smartest guy in the room. How did, did you think he made that? Yes. Are you going to buy that at Ace yeah, he Hardware? Yeah, he went to Ace Hardware and said, give me your <laughs> finest lockable wicker basket. Hey, I just need help. Uh, can you can you put this lock on this winter wicker basket? What are you it's locking in place. your like? I've got a really dangerous picnic. Yeah. Well, they are. Ace is the place with the happy home workers. So. Happy home workers. Ace is the place where the, the happy, happy home workers. workers. <laughs> Ace is the place with the happy home so the workers. Place... Oh shit! You hear that? Something's stirring outside the door. I don't think we should sing the Ace song anymore. Nana, um, Nana used to always sing that to us as kids. She would rock us in her rocking chair and say, This is the place with the helpful hardware store. I remember. Well, stop. Stop that now. I think he's no, no, no one in here. Alright, alright. We better keep quiet. Okay. So, uh, uh, basket case. What's what's Dwayne up to? So he goes to the city and he stays at the rattiest uh, 
Hotel he or like I would Hotel say Braslin. Hotel Braslin. Also known as the Bras. So Slumming it down at the Bras, baby. One of my saving silvermans is the fact that it is shot in New York City and it is like a t like when New York City was going through a really rough patch. Oh yeah. The, the, 80s. the kind of place you wouldn't even want to visit. That's that's a fact. And the, they got they captured it pretty well. So. Oh yeah. Looks like trash. Yeah. <laughs> um so that's I'm glad the hipsters tournament. got in there and fixed it up. That's right. I like that they did that. I'm they, crazy. The, it was a hipster bomb. Drop twenty million feet million across the air. One? <laughs> <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> a hipster bum dropped 20 million feet across the air. <laughs> what the goddamn hell are you talking about? I think I think these onions, the onion fumes are getting to me, man. Here, try try take another sip of onion hooch. <sighs> burns, burns my nose to smell. Put the cork back in there. Anyway, I got you. I'll cork it up. Ah, better. So, oh, I forgot, to take, to, I forgot to take a swig. Cough. <laughs> Whew. You know, I'm beginning to think that uh, I'm beginning to think that Stinko might have just been a regular baby that just grew up drinking onion hooch. That could be a possibility. It's changing me. Yeah. Um, ah. uh, that, what was, oh, well, so, you were talking... I don't know what you said at some point, but let's get back to the fucking movie. Hmm. Oh, so there's I, there's I a hotel. We just got to yeah. the hotel, man. We got to the hotel, and Dwayne has to leave... Or Dwayne in, is looking for people in the city. He's looking for, like... Three specific people. They're right. all doctors, and Doctor. it turns out that it turns out he's him. Be the creature in his basket is known as Belial, his uh, former conjoined twin brother. Oh yeah, and he looks good uh, for his age. And they're getting revenge on the doctors who performed an illegal surgery to remove his uh, conjoined brother, who he did not want removed from him because they shared one mind. One soul, one heart. They have, Two they have... worlds, one family. Do you ever, were you ever, have you ever met twins in real life? Like identical twins? Identical twins? Yes. Um, I met one pair as weirds well. me out. When I used to work at the last bar that I worked at, uh, there was a guy who came in every week to like be part of the open mic thing. And then one week he came in and he just had a goatee. And I was like, hey, man. The goatee's looking good. You grew that fast. And he goes, I have never met you in my life. And I was like, oh, my, oh God. my God. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the perfect dupe. <laughs> you duped me, sir. You duped me, sir. Uh, At the I same bet. time, why didn't he just roll with it? Yeah. He must be not being the like fun twin. Brother. He must be like the evil brother. Yeah. The goatee. But I met a pair of twins when I was like in first grade. And it was uh, they were cool. They come in sets, right? 
Yeah, two sets of two. My mom's a twin, a fraternal twin. Really? Okay. Yeah. See, I feel like we should stop calling those twins. I, I want twins to mean identical every time. Mm. That's true. We should just call uh, fraternal twins fratties. Yeah, I'm Freddy. Yeah. Um, Freddy so, Arbuckle. So he goes, so Dwayne finds the first doctor and he just goes in. He goes in for a regular checkup and he just goes there and just like. What's this doctor's he, look like? What's this guy's deal? What's he look like? He's like What's a his skinny, vibe? He, was, he looked like it's like a little ratty New York doctor. He's a he scum like, doctor. He is scum. He's gonna look. He's gonna look a little extra long at your feet when you yeah. take your shoes off. But Dwayne befriends a nurse, Sharon, who uh, scale of one to ten. How sticky are that guy's floors? I would say at least a six. Oh, melted gumballs! Disgusting! Yeah. Disgusting! Uh, sidebar: You ever watch those videos of like people trying to run a- across like a, like a huge sticky trap? A huge sticky trap? What the hell are you talking about? Like a mouse trap? Yeah, like you know, like people like they've uh, they created like. Man, people... is this like one of your like home birth class things? <laughs> it's not. It's like a. It's like a. It was on a. It was on. I just like I like watching videos of pregnant ladies run across mouse traps. <laughs> it's totally normal. A lot of people do it. Uh, no, Eric, I can't. This is another area in which we differ. I have not seen the uh, sticky run. The sticky American pie, American pie sticky mile. Yeah. Um, so Damn, be- we should write that down. We could probably sell that title. Sticky mile. American pie stinky, sticky mile. Ugh. That's it is a good one. That is good. What was the last one that they made? They just they like they just put one out. It's like been years, and they're like, what if we did another one? And has no like there's literally not even the loosest thread of something tying to the original. I'm gonna look it up. It's I think called it's American Pie Girl Rules. Girl Rules. Girls Rules. Girls Rules. Cool. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank God the girls are finally taking over the American Pie franchise. About fucking time, dude. Will there be an American Pie Nine? Girl power. <laughs> Will they be an American Pie sixty nine? I think so. It's American just two. Pie it's just 69. two pies. Fucking <laughs> American I Pie. Watched, I never watched American Pie. And then the subtitle is "Oops, all pies," and all instead of any actors, it's just pies. Is American Pie funny? Have you seen it? Um, I I want to say that I did watch it as like a teen, and I was just not feeling it. I don't I think Too white. Like, it was it was for the uh generation before us. I think it was like the people who were in high school when we were in elementary school. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean to each teacher we got super bad, they got that. So. Yeah, honestly I think we won out on that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like those are the kinds of people who always come up to me is like, I just I mean, this doesn't always happen, but it's happened. But it's like I just don't get Seth Rogan. It's like, Well, you had American Pie. Enjoy yeah. Meet the Falkers or whatever. Enjoy dying a little bit before me. Now, um, let's tie this all back to my good friend Belial. So, uh, Dwayne kind of flirts with the nurse, and like she thinks he's cute. You know, she's like, oh, "I'll show you around the city sometime." She you is know? cute. Um, she's very, she's very like forward. 
Yeah, I mean, she's like, oh, you're I in like town. That. I can show you around. And he's like, I like that. She's okay. like, it's very clear that she's like flirting with him. And then when he like comes back to like take her out or whatever, she's like, I was really hoping you would catch that I was flirting with you. It's like, yeah, <laughs> he got it. <laughs> I don't think he did. Uh, he had to, he had to rely on Belial's yeah. psychic abilities. Yeah, so he goes in. He like goes in for a full body uh, physical. The doctor sees full this. Full body me out, baby. The doctor sees like he has like a massive scar on his hip, and he's like, "That's weird." And Dwayne doesn't say hip, anything. It's like his ribs. Isn't it's it? like his ribs. I don't know. It's, it's like, like all the way up his side. Because yeah. um, I don't think Belial got any bigger. I think he just was that size. Yeah, he was just that size. Um, and, and for anyone who's probably not going to watch Basket Case, it's roughly the size of a basket. <laughs> he'll, he'll fit in a wicker basket. He would fit, I would say, inside the basket. It's mostly yeah. head. There's like four. It's like head and forearm. Yeah. Um. So he... So that night, he sets he like lets Belial go into that doctor's office and kill the doctor while the doctor is like calling all the other doctors. Like, I think the thing that we did, it's coming back to haunt us now. Right. There was something that there was already like one of the doctors was already dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And there he's like, they found you know, him the doctor ripped, like just ripped fully in half. Yeah. Which so. I guess ends up being the Belial calling card because that's what he does, right? He gets yeah, Doctor Nasty, he grabs him by the mustache, and he twists him down, and then he uses his bare hands to rip him in half. Yeah. Like a fucking he breaks him with a Kit Kat bar. Folds the fool like laundry. He does. He has incredible strength. I'm not sure where it comes from or who gave great, it to him. Great furious anger and with us might be brother down with great furious anger I am my brother's keeper <laughs> and how I would, would you have describe down how would you describe um, Belial's speech pattern Belial's like eh eh no, no, no. It's less like that. It's all yelling. Oh, you're right. Well, when he, he is attacking, he's not he's one attacking. of those quiet monsters. He is a guy who is constantly yelling to a point where it's a problem. Yeah, he's like. It's not even like that. It's like it's like, no, it's like normal scaling. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! I fucking alerted Stinko. Stinko, get out of here. His fingers are coming under the door like the fucking signs. Uh, give me that flower pot. All right. Here you go. All right. Yeah. I, I missed him completely, but he went. He he seemed to have shuffled off. All right. If we, I think if we go back to being quiet, maybe he'll forget we're in here. Stingo seems to have a bit of a short-term memory. So he uh, he goes ahead and he. Uh... He kills the doctor and he runs back and Dwayne's like pa- like pacing back and forth in the alley thinking like he's gonna get caught, like. <laughs> yeah, because he like jumps out the window every time, right? That's like yeah, Belial's he, thing is he, he commits like his murder pipes, yeah. and he just like pieces out the window. Yeah. 
So this also is the beginning of like. But he all, he's like, don't we see? This movie also. Don't we see him like Dwayne's on a date with yeah, well, one of the doctors? To, like, but that's ex- when that's before the other doctor dies because that doctor calls the lady doctor while she's on a date with Dwayne. No, that wasn't Dwayne. I think it was Dwayne. It was not Dwayne. It really it wasn't? No. It was just another guy that looks kinda like him. Yeah. I'm sorry, Eric. All white people look the same. <laughs> you said it, not me. Well, I don't care. I'll say it again. Send the P- PC police after me. I can stand them. Stand them, because um, all, cop- all cops are bad. This movie also explores all cops are this, bad boys. Um, Dwayne's newly found freedom. You know, he's finally in the big city, the Big Apple, and he, he wants to. I think he wants to explore. I feel like but... he doesn't know how to, but he's like slowly starting to. Like he told his brother, yeah. I'll, what has he, he been like, doing all this time? Because that, like, they separated him as a child. I think he, they separated him, and then like they they just screw up. Or I don't know, dude. dude I have like, was no he idea. just like? Because like they, they they're the only time we see them together is like, yeah, they killed the, their shitty dad, and then their aunt just like raised them together until she died. Yeah, he would just read them storybooks until they died. I don't know. I think they just i think he like i'm not sure if like they just never like, left they never left yeah they killed their dad and they never left spoiler alert um spoiler i mean i guess not not i would say the biggest spoiler in this movie the no. guy that kills other people killed his dad well i feel so, like most killers start with like their dad so Dwayne buys Belial a shitty old TV and doesn't properly. He doesn't it up. even turn it on. He just fucking puts it to static. He's like, yeah. you're gonna love this. Yeah. So Dwayne had to not Dwayne. Uh, Belial had to, had to get up and change the channel. He fucking um, breaks the TV instantly. Breaks it and then like we get these great stop motion. Oh yeah, I love. Well, walking oh, around. The that was a real highlight for me. The fun. stop motion Belials. Yeah. They're like early okay. Nickelodeon stop motions. I loved it. And he was tearing up the room, and they did good stuff of like he would throw something in the uh, in the uh, stop motion, then like would just throw the, that piece of furniture that was in that was the real room. Yeah, it was cool. And um, then he would be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he's that was that was his pure form of communication. Like he was, it became clear pretty early on that he has a mental communication ability with. Duane. 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 So. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> my name's Duane. I'm Duane. Duane. You wanna be um, my little my little brother Belial? That's not what he sounds like in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, just a fun little bit we're doing. Um one of Dwayne's neighbors is this guy who's trying to steal his money because right, he flashed has, a lot of money. Dwayne ha- yeah, Dwayne has a lot of money for some reason. Dwayne's a rube. Yeah, I thought so, that he was doing that. That he was flashing it like as a trap, but like I don't, no way, no. He, was doing that. no, he wasn't. He's just a fucking idiot. He's a country bumpkin. He's just a friggin' bumpkin. So, uh, what are the ch- what are the odds that all three of the doctors that ended up like that operated on him ended up in the same place 
is pretty high, yeah. pretty low. Yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. high or low, depending on how odds work. No, oh, it's a twenty fifty odd. Anybody <laughs> forty over fifty? Sorry, I was the the onion hooch is getting to me. <laughs> Turning me into uh, a real stinko. So Dwayne goes and he kills the uh, lady doctor in a horrible fashion. That was crazy. Please, Eric, we gotta start. Oh, he also Just... kills the neighbor. He like Dwayne, like Dwayne, Belial Dwayne goes wild. Belial kills the neighbor for no. Belial gone wild. Belial gone wild. And like no, and like this. He keeps yelling, and people in the building are like, "Kick man, what's going on there? What's what's up?" What? And then like, yeah, people like in. people are constantly trying to figure out what's going. On. Oh man, you got to talk about the fucking landlord. Oh, Mister uh, Doctor Mario. Yeah, uh, the hotel manager. He, his name. He was played by Robert Vogel. He doesn't. God. He doesn't have a character name. Just hotel manager. Fuck, I love that guy. He's just doing the best he can. He thinks his job sucks. He thinks everyone that is there sucks. And he's like, I'm doing the best I can. And there's a point where he like, he investigates, he like gets into the room and then someone's like, what is it? He's like, I don't know. I just work here, man. I don't even own this building. I'm just like running it. And then he like pulls that guy off into a conversation. I'm like, I would love to know what's going on with this dude. Yeah. It's like exclusively in a wife beater and like, overalls and a belt classic italian new yorker that means he's got a real waste problem um so belial goes on all these killing trips but here belial goes wayne is having a bigger and bigger problem with his killing as he goes on right remember he goes and gets drunk with his hooker his hooker um friend his, he, he I liked that they were friends. Uh, her name was uh, God, her name's not even on here. Oh, it was a Casey. Casey. Yeah, but, she was fun. I yeah, liked Casey. her. And she was like the only. I kept nice thinking. Neighbor. I kept thinking that I was gonna like take a turn and just end up not liking her, but she was charming the whole time. She's just like yeah. trying to understand and like okay. So she, so Dwayne in a drunken bit. Uh, Binger at her party like tells her like everything. So about that his was her party. Uh, yeah, it was like her party. Yeah. Okay. So it was her, her party everything. that she was throwing in like the bar down the street. Yeah. So he tells her everything, and he and she's like, "Well, you know," and she's like, she 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 kind of half believes it until she takes Dwayne back to his uh, room and looks in the in the basket and sees Belial. Yeah, and then she freaks out, and then she, she goes out. back to bed. <laughs> goes back to bed, and then Belial, who's horny, goes into her room and starts tries to squeeze her tit, and she wakes he up. He fucking, he's a bad guy, man. He is a creep, though. It's time to me too, Belial. Yeah, cancel Belial. He's that like the castle freak. He's got problems. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I feel like the castle freak and Belial should strike up a conversation. They should start a podcast. They can both drool and like scream at each other. <laughs> Welcome to the freak in the basket. Um. So she sees she sees it. She like screams and then she. I'm not sure what happens with her, but like she freaks out. The landlord comes out. back in. Belial is gone. She's like, "Fuck this! This sucks." Yeah. 
And that's kind of it, right? We don't see her die or anything. Or does no, she die? No, she doesn't die. She does not does die. She? No. no, she no. doesn't. No. So I'm not sure. So Dwayne is still seeing um, what's her name Sharon, but she's like having a harder. She's starting to see like the weird stuff with him, like all his weird stuff, like the basket. I think she looks in the basket. And she sees Belial, and she freaks out. I think she, after there's, like, the break-in, right? Yeah. And he freaks out because they're they're at Ellis Island, having a grand old time, looking looking up at that big green lady in the sky. And and then they have their great conversation about how they were both hoping to ask each other out. And that's fun. And then, uh, then Belial... Uh, does psychic connection because he senses um i think it's because he senses duane getting too horny and he doesn't like it no yeah he starts freaking out again causes belial, a massive belial, i think it's an abusive relationship honestly belial is taking advantage because he you know uh because duane feels bad for how things worked out for belial and so belial is like i'm the only one in our relationship who's allowed to get horny and be nasty about it and so it cuts in on all all of Dwayne's excellent smooching time he's going to town on this lady smooching at all kinds of angles spider-man-esque and belial hates it yeah well he, he does he, his yeah, he doesn't like it yeah. you he know what like he does he pops out of his basket that. and he says ah! <laughs> This is when he kills the nosy neighbor. Like right. he, he like crawls out of his window or something, crawls into his, and he kills him. And then like he screams. Well, that's because and, like, everybody he, what, like, is like, no, no. Oh, what shit. happens was because he's screaming so loud, bad, everybody freaks out and is trying to get yeah. in the room. And then Doctor Mario, MD landlord, comes up and gets in there. But Belial is like caught on to like, okay, I need to shut up. And he hides. They don't see anything. But the landlord leaves the door unlocked, and the greedy neighbor's like, well, now I'm. I'm definitely going in after that money and so he breaks in and then he's like well surely the money is in this unlocked wicker basket and then belial just has him and then he he gets his throat and i think he just goes to his own room to die yeah which is considerate yeah so then this causes pain in Dwayne's head. Like he hears a ringing he's like oh shit i know something's going on with my brother there's a cop isn't there a cop involved at some point yeah, but that's when they found it's like um, a like a big mustache cop. Yeah, they found somebody dead, right? They, they found, found the somebody. doctor. They found the doctor. Yeah, and then they're like, "Well, you went and saw this doctor before he died," and there's like, oh, "That's true, I did, but it's unrelated." And then they're like, "But there's also a guy here who died." It's like, "That's also true, but it's also unrelated." <laughs> Good days. And the cop is like, okie dokie. <laughs> he just fucks right off. He sure does. So, Dwayne runs back to the, the where he was staying and, like, he's searching for his brother. And him and his brother get in a huge fight and they, they kill each other pretty it's much. It's a one-sided I mean, fight. Oh, yeah. oh no, that doesn't happen yet because 
They push each other outside the window, right? No, Belial does another thing. Oh, yes, that's right. So they kill, fights, they kill the he lady fights, doctor. Yeah. Yes, they kill lady doctor. They kill... Um, I think that the lady doctor was... Uh, the, the last, last one, one, I think. Yeah. Then we get that flashback to see who they are. They were the doctors who separated them. Yeah, and um, then they and then Belial does some weird shit where he like astral projects into the body of his brother and uses his body's his brother's weird naked body to run down the New York City strip bulk naked, full frontal. Oh, yeah, yeah, you see hobble, You see a lot of bush and then some bouncing berries. And uh and he skedaddles over to what's her name? Lindsay? Marsha? Fabrizia. Sharon. Fabrizia. Fabrizia. He he gets over to Sharon's place and just sexually assaults her and it's gross. Yeah, she screams. She well He's, he kills her. He like is grabbing on her totters and then she wakes up and is like, Oh, this sucks and screams because it is i mean a human head with arms is grabbing at her is just molesting her and i mean i think that's a fair reaction uh and so belial screams right back as he is really good at doing and i believe it sounded something like and then um uh he rips her throat out pretty bad and then he yeah. keeps going with whatever he's doing, which seems gross and nasty and sex-oriented. He's got some kind of sex thing going on. Yeah. It stinks. So, Dwayne, like, realizes... So, Dwayne, like, goes to her apartment, picks him up, and he brings her brings him back to the, uh, to the hotel, and he just, uh... He, he's gonna kill... He's trying to... He's gonna go kill Belial. And Belial's like, fuck you, you're not killing me, bro. And they have this epic fight. And they both end up somehow launching each other outside their, their window. Yeah, and, Belial's, like, center of gravity is astounding. Yeah. Dude's fucking ripped, and it doesn't make any sense. They, they He falls out, Belial tries to save him. Or is it the other way around? I'm not I sure. don't know. They both fall. They both, they both land. fall they both splat. And then, splat like pumpkins. <laughs> The hotel manager goes out, comes outside, and says, "Truly, it was beauty that killed the beast." And then it what just does he actually up say? The he just like he just looks down. And he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I don't know what he says. I fucking hate this job. I'm out of here. And that's that's it. That is just where it ends. I would love. I, I know there are sequels to this, but I would love one that is just like a beach movie with Belial, a beach basket case, just hiding in the sand. It's just I mean, Belial with a pair of sunglasses on. <laughs> it turns out he's super good at surfing. <laughs> because he's got that low center of gravity. And it's just him on a surfboard going, Aah! I'm trying to spread my wings and fly. That's where he starts to fit in. Uh, Alright, so I've got some fun facts that I looked up. I'm not going to ask you whether they're true or not. I'm just going to tell you that they are, and I just want you to know them. Uh, Most of the credits that are listed at the end of the film are fake. They're not real. The crew was so small uh, that rather than repeat the names over and over, the director is just like, let's make some shit up. So, cool. 
mm-hmm. when Duane uh, checks into the hotel and he takes out that big wad of cash, uh, according to the director, that was the film's entire budget. When he what? When he flashes that big wad of cash at the hotel. Really? That's the director says that was the whole film budget. Wow. Um, yeah. Um. According to writer-director Frank Henenlader, he was emboldened to make this movie because he believed that nobody would ever see it. Um, and he claims that he was horrified when it became successful. Uh, <laughs> so, interesting. Love that. Love that. Uh, he admits that he didn't really know what he's doing uh, when he was filming this. And so that's where the experimental tone that you kind of see comes in. Um, So the film's budget was so low that the crew would have to go dumpster diving for all of the furniture and plumbing to dress the sets. Oh, my God. Henlotter, uh, the director, also in an interview admitted that anytime you see, you hear a woman talking in the movie, like in the background, that's uh, just him. Wait, what? He did all of like, like he couldn't get any women to come in and do like voiceover work. Like, not just like, not like they, like the ADR of the, the main people, but like anyone in the background, like in a scene. And he says, that's me interesting um so as i had actually anticipated when we actually talked about this while we were watching uh the idea for this movie came to the director when he was brainstorming movie titles that hadn't been used before and then um just the title basket case came up and he's like huh what if there was a little monster in that basket so it started with the title Mm. ah yeah Sure. Yeah, there's one more that I really wanted to show. Um, Sharon's actress Terry Susan Smith wore a wig for all of her scenes. She was bald the whole time. I knew it. It had to be a wig. It was such a luxurious piece of head of hair. Casey's role was originally going to be way smaller, but Henlotter would just like like the performance in the character. It's like let's get you kind of like a secondary lead type thing going. Um, so puppetry for Belial was performed by the producer's eight-year-old daughter. Wow, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> because basically the puppet was left in like a hot room. And it shrank down to be too small to use for adult hands to use. So, so they're like, well, fuck, we only have one of these things. Who, who has hands small enough to be Belial? Um, Belial. The scenes, most so, so many scenes were shot without permits. Um, including the <laughs> naked night run that they had to do. 
Uh, uh, so basically, two producers would have to run down the street and like clear it, and then that naked guy would just run down. Uh, that's awesome. Gosh. Um, apparently, during that scene, that kind of uh, sexual assault scene, the crew was uh, so disturbed and disgusted that they all walked out on the scene they're like we're not gonna shoot this so frank had to shoot it by himself oh my god uh-huh uh, there's a lot of fun facts for these i think that's probably enough though oh um and because they couldn't afford a dolly they just used a wheelchair <laughs> that's fun it's like uh It's like thank you for please re- be kind rewind. <laughs> you know, rewind. my favorite movie. Thank you for be kind rewind. Well, uh, what were your saving Silverman's? I don't want to be too harsh on this because I I don't have a whole lot when it comes to mine. Um, definitely New York City. Hmm. Um, the Belial stop motion stuff. Hmm. And hotel manager, Doctor Mario. Um, my high point for this flick is definitely gonna have to be um the beautiful singing voice of Belial, and then my low point is a hundred percent. You guessed it, the sexual assault scene. Which one? Both of them. Um, Good choice. Thanks. They sucked. <laughs> um, Alright, so... I... I had a rough week. <laughs> well, you, can say that's the, you can say that twice. I could say it twice, but it would only make it worse. So, this week I had to watch... Nuki, which I made the list, so this is really on me. Nuki, 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 Nuki. Nuki is one of the most boring ET ripoffs I've ever watched, <laughs> and we've watched several already. Um, say what you will about Munchie, but like he had lines. The man had lines. The man had lines. So, Nuki is a 1987 South African science fiction film. Um, it's directed by Sias Odendal and Michael Pekiba. I'm not going to go into who it stars because it couldn't possibly matter. It ma- it stars <laughs> Nuki. It stars Nuki. Nuki is um, the size of a small child, uh, has the build of a troll doll that has been in a fire, and sounds like if one of the, you know what, the caterpillar from um, Labyrinth, if he was put in like a washing machine. Yeah. So, I'll give you what parts we got through. This, I mean, it's very upfront about being an E.T. ripoff. 
basically there's two aliens Nuki and Miko they're flying through space they're having a great time they're talking to each other the whole time they're not saying a whole lot but they're saying Nuki check this out Miko watch out (laughs) so they both get too close to earth and like they can turn into shooting stars then they get too close to earth and then they crash Miko crashes somewhere in America and the government finds him immediately um Nuki crashes in the middle of Africa so he gets to have his adventure in Africa um (laughs) Miko is uh put into a government facility and immediately begins to be horribly experimented on i don't know what they're doing to him but he hates it it seems like they're just shooting him in different lights uh they give him a shot at one point oh he's constantly psychically calling out to nuki and it's not quiet it's quite loud it's comparable to belial um nuki nuki ah just full minutes at a time of just panning across stock footage to nuki uh meanwhile nuki is what's happening you hear that it's like a digging or what is that it sounds like he's munching on those onions oh great cool so we could probably talk i mean i'm still gonna keep to low hushes but as long as he's satiated um oh man that means we got t-minus like 15 minutes to fart time and i think you and i both know fart time is nap time yeah uh, due to the, the the noxious nature of his gas. Yeah. So I'll try and power through Nuki here. Uh, basically, Nuki is wandering around the savanna, Sahara. He's, savanna. he's a crazy looking. He's honestly borderline racist caricature. I am not even I, afraid I, to I don't say think it. he's. You think he's? I don't think he's supposed to look like a person. I don't know, man. He has like some extenuated features only found like. I think he's supposed like to caricature. look like E.T. He's supposed to look like E.T., but like they mixed E.T. with a troll doll, so it has big ears, and uh, one of his eyes works. He just looked like his an old lady. mouth never moves. He looks like an old lady with a pot-bellied fupa, yeah. and and I um I hate him. <laughs> I I hate him. I hate Nuki. Um, Nuki is he wakes up. He wanders around the African plains. Uh, every animal that he that they were able to buy stock footage of, he tries to communicate with. Uh, he's unable to because, of course. And then eventually we get some footage of a small village nearby. There are two young boys who are like hunters or they have like hunting equipment i don't know what their deal is we we i couldn't get far enough to like they're like friends they're brothers i don't know they hang out in the in the sahara they happen upon nuki and her you know uh 
rightly taken aback by this thing. Uh, they run off. They don't want to deal with Nuki. Nuki... <sighs> Nuki... He finds a bunch of monkeys, like baboons. Yeah, he finds the baboon king. The king of the baboons. And he's able to communicate with the baboons. For some reason, the movie decided that we do need to hear the thoughts and words of the monkeys in this movie. We find that out because there is one of the people who lives in the village is a white guy who has a monkey for a pet, like a chimp. And even when Nuki's not around, we can hear what that chimp is thinking. His name's Charlie, right? I couldn't care. I, I'm not going to look it up. Maybe. Yes, his name is Charlie the Chimp. And Charlie's stupid as hell. He's a big diaper on. He doesn't realize that his life sucks. Um, so after Nuki talks to the king of the baboons, is like, hey, my brother Nico, Miko is telling me he is in America being held captive. Can you tell me where that is? And the baboon is, of course, only aware of his world. And he says, I don't know what that is. There's no such thing. <laughs> and Nuki's like, no, he's telling me that. And he's like, I don't know who you I don't know what you are, who you are. There's nothing. Like, maybe go see my cousin who is a chimp. He wears human clothes. And it's like, disgraceful. He lives in the village. So Nuki's like, tight, go into the village. Nuki gets into the village. Or Nuki's like, you know what? I pr- probably ought to retest out my turning into a star powers. And he does that. And it causes like an earthquake. Yeah. It was like an and, earth shake. And everyone in the village freaks the fuck out. And they are panicking. They don't know what to do. Um, honestly, kind of a offensive reaction to have. And they decide they storm the store, which this weird white guy with his monkey owns. And they break in there, and then there is a pre... Uh, what do you call them? A nun? There's a nun that lives around. Yeah. And they're like... And she's trying to communicate to them that they need to get out of the store or they will die because the store will fall on them. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't speak their language. Uh, Why is she here? Yeah. I don't. I think that's a missionary trip, right? A missionary? She's she's old. Yeah, you, you that you still have to like know the language. It's yeah, the whole I point. Know. I wish I could I help her. I don't know. It sucks. Who cares? Uh, I was bored. I was so bored. Uh, I had to pull out because there's just so much. Like the kids come back and they befriend Nuki, and I was about ready to fall asleep. Um. And I tapped out. I tapped out. And I wish I hadn't. <laughs> because if you'll listen back to last week's episode, you'll hear Spooky very clearly say that I would be able to watch the King of Queens. Uh, what he meant to tell me was that I would have to watch the King of Queens new television show, <laughs> The Crew. <laughs> the Crew. Which has to the do with... Crew... The Crew. Oh, The Crew is a fucking another netflix sitcom but this one's 
this one's about NASCAR. <laughs> I don't know who is this for. Who could this possibly yeah. be for? Who is this what for? a niche audience. Who? Where's the overlap between fans of NASCAR and fans of Kevin James? <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Like, fans of sitcoms and fans of NASCAR? Yeah. Fucking fans of two old shitty fucking things god damn this sucked so bad like it was it had it, everything it, it, it had like the whole bingo card of shit that i hate about these kinds of shows like jokes about kevin james can't understand technology uh kevin james he's not gonna even attempt that social media nonsense kevin james is gonna let you know that young people are stupid and everything that they do is dumb they're inept and and even though they're trying to take over and are capable of doing so they suck and should stick to the old way let the old people tell you what to do and then you know what i just i'm kevin james i don't even have time my character doesn't have time to date this mega hot woman i'm dating um it was also it's also like I, I'm so confused by these Netflix sitcoms because this was filmed recently. The set was so intricate. It was so much money was put into this. At least millions of dollars. Like it's it's like a millions full, of dollars. Millions and millions of dollars. Full office set that's yeah. like open on four sides. Like this costs like, so much. And they have like so actual many props, NASCAR so props. So many props. So many sponsorships. Like they're sponsored by, uh, I want to say, Heineken. NASCAR or dude. Stella he, NASCAR, yeah. but oh my God, Stella Artois when he had the Stella Artois. Yeah, they bottle. kept twisting the Stella bottle the to bottle. make sure that no matter when, even when they cut between the two cameras, that's the fucking Stella. He's like always turned it to face the. He got that Stella money. What did I like about this show? Well, the king is back. <laughs> the king of comedy is the back, The king of baby. comedy is reigning supreme once again. Back, baby. He don't give a fuck. Kevin, Kevin couldn't wait play. to get out Kevin of his last TV wait. show. <laughs> Kevin um, What did I like? I liked... Here's the summary of the episode that IMDb has to offer. When racing team owner Bobby retires, his numbers-driven daughter, Catherine, takes charge, and the crew chief, Kevin, by the way, Kevin plays Kevin. I think Kevin can only play Kevins from now on. What do you think he just like? He's like, I'm not going to learn another character name. Yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm just Kevin. Kevin's worried that she's going to come in and fire everybody, which she should. Their team sucks. They don't win. The driver's not good. And Kevin's willing to go to bat for everyone. Um, the name... Oh, what do you think the name of this, of this episode is called? I have no idea. The- it's, of course, named after the funniest joke in the episode. Uh, I guess that cake did need to be refrigerated. <laughs> goodness um good night so they do that joke and then the follow-up joke is that kevin is still eating the cake because he's a big fatty boy just like me me and big me and big fat fatty kevin we we, (laughs) i relate to that i'm also a big fat fatty (laughs) hey what's up it's me the world's biggest kevin james fan i don't 
I want to harp on Kevin James. I think maybe there. I've seen him in stuff I like. Sure. And I like him in it. I liked him There's in Hubie. Some... Yeah, he's great in Hubie, but he's not hardly in it. That's what's great about it. <laughs> Kevin James used sparingly in a good project is a great move. It does go a long way. The same with Vince Vaughn. Like Vince Vaughn used sparingly in a role that I like is like, ooh, a nice paprika. Like I liked him in Becky. He plays a very menacing character, and that movie's fine. But like, yeah, uh, I have to. I'm sorry. I'm stalling because I'm trying to find the name of the person I want to highlight. Uh, Gary Anthony Williams, who is um. You you'll you'll know him from his hit role as Bebop in uh, Bebop. Ninja Turtles Two. He plays the man who turns into Bebop, uh, also named Bebop. He is the Warthog. Uh, he also is from for me more familiar from Malcolm in the Middle, where he plays the dad of the little guy in the wheelchair, and he is very funny because he and Hal have like oftentimes clashing antics and. They got a good energy, and I was just, it was good to see him doing something. He's playing an odd character here, but uh, I, I looked him up the other day, and he's like, he's got a very interesting like batch of stuff. Like, did you know he was like in those Batman, um, Batman: The Dark Knight Re- Returns uh, animated movies? He was like the mutant guy. Really? Yeah. He's uh he's in all kinds of stuff. Uh, he was in Invincible recently. He's been doing a lot of voice acting work, which is cool. Looks like he even has like a little uh, animated Marvel show that's gonna come out. He's gonna be in. He's playing like the dad in it. Mm, the daddy. He's like a solid, steady hand. I think he's a guy you want to bring in to just like you know, solid character actor who's not gonna like really throw the mood off. And I like him. Uh, what else? Um, there's a, I like the bar that they drink at. It's a very, very intricate set. There's a full truck in the bar. Um, it's a NASCAR bar. So much money thrown at this. Yeah. There's like four, there's five sets within this first episode. Um, and then what else? Ooh, what did I like? I liked... Oof. Um. Oh, there's a Me Too joke in there. Didn't like that. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. I liked. Um. Uh, it was fun. It was fun to see that they they got their Duncan sponsorship by talking about. I want to say culottes. Colada, I don't yeah. remember. Try the, try the new colada guys from Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. That's funny, and they got, they got it in there. Um, so I didn't want to talk about this show. Um, so I did try and go back and finish Nuki, and I just couldn't get the dang movie to play. Um, so nuts to me, nuts to us all. <laughs> Ah, yes. Ah, oh, nuts. Um, ah, the glorious... Any any highlights from your viewing of the crew? Um, Highlights was, I think, just the overall Kevin vibe. 
Kevin does have a vibe when he's on a sitcom. Yeah. And, and also just it brings back... I think, like, his vibe... His vibe it could be, like, very, like, broken down to, like, oh, really? Yeah. So, I guess his vibe... And then the low point, I would say, has to be the Colada stuff. That was your low point? That was a fucking highlight, dude. <laughs> It kind of it just like oh guys try we're trying the new cool he, one the, the one I think I think a, a low point was... for me was like his breakup with the woman who who he just like abandoned at a bar and she's like yeah I don't want to do this and he's like all right I get it you're hot that was pretty um, bad yeah it stunk um let's move bad. on all right let me pull up the um. Pull up the wheel, see what we got to get through next week. I th- I think I'm going to try and make peace with Stinko this week. I'm going to make him a big onion pie and see if I can get him to sit down and watch one of these movies. I think he'd like it. Jesus. So loud, even through the door. Stinko, you're going to watch one of these movies. See, that's no. definitely that's definitely no. the Gremlins theme song. The Gremlins isn't even on here. Those are good movies. Stinko, get out of here! I'm gonna throw this Stinko. ceramic. Don't make me get the magic meatball. <laughs> what is that? A little toy? Uh, yeah, he's carrying. A, he has that little uh, Emperor's New Groove llama toy that he's sweating around. He got it from a <laughs> 2006 McDonald's uh, Happy Meal. It's so specific. I love it. I love that for him. Uh, All right. Sorry. I'm pulling up my ghoulie wheel. All right. April ghoulies. Sing the April ghoulies song. April ghoulies. Ghoulie, ghoulie, ghoulie. I like it. Not a bully. Ghoulie, ghoulie, I'm ready. It's time to spin the ghoulie wheel. Eric, spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Spin, 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 spin. Eric, my friend, you will be watching The Puppet Master. A couple little ghoulies in there. Have uh, you ever seen uh, this? Puppet Master. No, no, I've, I've, I've seen... This is a classic Marco. series. I like yeah. these movies. Despite all efforts for them to make me not like them. And there's a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Alright, and then what's, what's your punishment should you fail to your survive punish- the... Your punishment is your punishment. You're my watching Puppet punishment Master. Punishment is Dad, stop embarrassing me. What is that? The new one? It's a is new that the new Jamie, Jamie Fox joint? Yep, the new Jamie Fox sitcom on Netflix. Is that got Dad? That's got Dag. Yep, yeah, David Allen Greer. I love a good Dag. What was that one that he was on that was just like him and like three other old people? Oh, and, like, dude, the bit, the bit yes. was their old. It was grandpa. It was grandpa's or grandpa or like it was a. Uh, I, I thought it was about. like something called like still got it or some shit like that. Yeah. Swinging, swinging oldies. Swing. All right, swing. I'm gonna spin the munchy, the munchy ghoul wheel. Spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel, go bling ghouly 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 All right, I've got. A gnome named Norm, a.k.a. Gnome Cop. I 
That sounds weird. Yeah. Recently covered on how did this get made, so hopefully I can listen to that and get a feel how many jokes I can steal from them. <sighs> Alright, what if I can't finish this movie? If you can't finish this movie, you will have to watch F is for Family. I like that show. Never mind. No, it's too late. You've already no, said it. No, we're spinning again. <laughs> no, you don't get to do that. We're spinning again. You always assume I don't like Bill Burr, and I could see why you would assume that, but I think he's fine. He's not exactly my tempo, but I like what he's got. Your punishment will be Cobra Kai. <laughs> I've been putting this off so many people have just told me that I would love this show and it's really made me question my parents my parents my watch it and I I don't get that's it that's enough that's another thing that makes me question that show I don't think I would like that and me like what about my vibes is that I love the karate kid I don't know a fucking thing about that movie I know Mr. Miyagi I know Ralph Macchio and I know <laughs> I know, I know Fun the f- appropriation of culture. The first two movies were fine. Sure. Then there was another one. Yeah. The third and one was actually was pretty another funny. another one after that. Yeah. Third one's with um, Million Dollar Baby, right? Yeah. No, no, no. That's the fourth one. Who's the third one? The third one is like Daniel Kassan comes back and uh, it's it's like he the co- back. He comes back and he's and he's uh training and there's this one guy who was an ex. I don't know, it's so weird. I, I can't explain. It's so strange. Like this, there's an older man who wants to kill Daniel, who's what? not. Yeah, and he's like plot. He's like setting up like these fights for him to fight and like they're rigged and stuff. And he's like, he, he's like this really well like well off guy. And he's like sitting in his like. What? That's so weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Ralph Macher had to be like thirty by then, right? <laughs> it's You're very bad. Kidding. It's that movie sucks, but it's also we very. Call it, we should call it the Karate Man. Am I right? We should put it on the wheel if you have a karate. Uh, oh yeah, for karate temper. Karate temper. <laughs> Kung Kung Fember. Kung Fember. That's a good one. <laughs> no, it's not. It's some shit. Karate Timbers. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll see if I can work it in to our pretty packed schedule. I might, yeah, I might cut out Sexploitation Month. I know how bad you want to watch the American Pie movies, yeah. but. Well, Colton, I think we kind of survived this. Yeah. I, Eric, I need you to take the watch tonight because I can't, I can't go another night without sleep. It's all right, little guy. I'll stay I'm watch. Fa- I'm fading off as we go. Good night, Eric. Good night, little one. Good night, Stinko. Good night, Stinko. Yum, yum. Whoa, I'm back.